Welcome back to episode eight of the Fade. My name is Luca Zima. Once again, I'm joined by my co-host Cam Britt, Ethan McLeod, Dylan Pupo, and Steve Laurie. Good to have you back this week, Dylan. How's it going? Good, good. We thought you were going to be in hibernation until next season, you know? <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. I wanted to hide out so no one could make fun of me, but, you know, I got to face my fears once in a while. What, do you just tell them that I, I don't care with the T-shirt? Yeah, I just – I don't care about the NFL no more, you know? The boys are out. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl, so that we're, just, we're, not, we're just not going to care anymore. It's a great feeling, man. It's a great feeling for at least four of us here. <laughs> but uh, going off of that, you know, let's wrap up with uh, recap the the championship games. Chiefs Bengals twenty twenty three, big big shootout there. You know, Burrow and Mahomes that was no letdown of a game. A little bit of controversy at the end. What's your guys' take on that game? Uh, yeah, with with, with the the calls, some of the calls obviously. They, they straight up missed like the holding calls against the chief against Orlando Brown that were like obvious calls they missed, but that happens in literally every NFL game. So like, and the fact it's, it's the playoffs, it's their last drive. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to let a few slide. If the Bengals had the ball and they were holding, they'd probably do the same. I, I don't, I don't think the NFL is scripted like that, but I, I don't know. And people are trying to say, like, the calls against the Bengals or the call where where they ran a play on third down and they they didn't get it. And then they said, wait, redo the play. Like, everyone's, like, saying, oh, yeah, what, like, why would they give them a new play? But it didn't even matter in the end. The Bengals got the ball anyways, and they went three and out, had to punt the ball. So, with, with the calls, I, 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 don't, I don't think it's – I don't think it was fixed in any way. Dylan? I mean, there's obviously questionable calls. There's questionable calls in every game. I mean, it's just when it comes down to the end of the game, it's like if it, if it, if it affects the game to where one team wins and the other team doesn't or whatever, that's where people go crazy over it. I think there was some questionable calls, but the whole holding thing, there could be holds like on every play. Every team holds like almost every play. Like I, if if I was a ref, I could pick a guy on the line every single play that holds. So I yeah. think like it is questionable, but I don't know. I mean, I think it was a good game overall. Not almost, much. almost every time, like I, I watch the offensive line, like during one play, I see at least one hold, just just about every play. So like the the holding calls, I don't really, I don't really see yeah. it as like them being missed it's just it's just what it is well you know how many times like the cowboys lose in the playoffs and i'm over here like looking at the last play going we would have won because yeah, some, guy, some yeah. like guy getting hold, a holding call that would have won us the game you know what i mean it's just every every fan base does it but yeah and the, the, late, hit, the, late, hit on my, the late hit on my homes that was like definitely a penalty like he got a call yeah. He took yeah. two steps out of bounds and got pushed into the bench. Like, did you, did you see how his teammate bashing him now, walking into the yeah. locker room? Yeah. yeah, he's yelling at him. That's, that's what I was going to say. Dude, that's messed up. I don't like that. Yeah, no. No, he's they, a rookie dude, too. And then they all left him on the sideline, and there was one guy that stuck with him. And I think Terrell Owens actually said, he's like, hey, you know, like, you go to war every week with these guys, stuff like that. And he's like, you know, his whole team and his whole – 
group all left him and went to the locker room, didn't even go to him. And he's like, one guy sat out there and, and had his back and told him it's going to be all right. Don't worry about it. You know, we'll get him next year, shake it off. And he's like, that's his one brother. There's 75 other people, you know, including the practice squad players. And then there's also a hundred more with the whole organization itself that not one person went and actually confided in this guy and gave them their condolences or whatnot. Which is pretty messed up considering he's a rookie, dude. The kid's, what, probably 22 years old. He's bawling his eyes out on the sideline. You think you would think that the veterans of the team would come over and try to support him, but no, they're going to scream in his face and shit when he's walking to the locker room. Like, I don't think that's cool either. Yeah, he, he was actually having a really good game. Like, yeah, he was. He, he was getting pressure on my home, Mahomes like that whole fourth quarter. Yeah, man. I, I kept hearing his name, like and QB pressure and stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. If that wouldn't have happened, they probably would have gotten the field goal range in the game. Probably would have went in the overtime. But it it happens, dude. You know what I mean? So the point of like the special teams giving up that big return to Sky Moore as well. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, it wasn't. It wasn't just one call. Yeah, really that wasn't the only thing. From the game. And, you know, Ethan's been down this road quite a few times during his days of football where the game came down to him and he had that one bad play call. The one bonehead mistake. <laughs> what, throwing a hoagie at the bus driver. <laughs> Cam, your take your take on the game? Uh, man, so I always thought Joe Burrow was like that guy, you know. And he still is, don't get me wrong. But the things that Mahomes – does is just playing on a bum ankle and stuff like that i mean that's just like unheard of especially in this generation of football it's like completely different from how it used to be but the thing that i noticed the most of is that that chiefs offense is not as deadly as it seems because it's mahomes pacheco and uh kelsey pulling like 85 percent of the weight of that offense well mvs MVS had a huge game. Yeah, he yeah, he had a big catch for that tutty. He, he made Eli he ate Eli Apple up like an apple, dude. It's Eli. Yeah, it's he Eli sucks, Apple, dude. I'm supposed to here in his just stop focusing on this game. Like, you take one of those guys out of the equation and who knows what could happen. But yeah, penalties kind of kind of suspect there, but it is what it is. Good game for the Chiefs for Cincinnati. Well, and Burrow, like you said, you know, I thought Burrow was a little different, obviously, but uh, he had – it's another game. It was crucial. They they lost by three. Burrow had two picks in the game as well, you know. But, I mean, they didn't even run the ball. I think Pacheco had, what, 20, 26. Mixon had 19. It wasn't really a running game. Going off of that game – We'll go Eagles, Eagles 49ers, complete shutout. What more do you want, boys? Sorry, Josh Johnson. I mean, I some of us called it. So. Let's talk sports for 4 0 on that game last week. Yeah. No surprise there. But, uh, I was kind of disappointed, though. Like, I was hoping to see Purdy more, you know? I was, I was hoping that he would be able to play in Philadelphia. I liked Brock Purdy. And I think he's going to have a great career in San Francisco. I wish he stayed in the game. I think it would have made the game better to watch because it was just complete domination after he got out. I don't like seeing people get hurt and stuff like that, dude, either. But Hassan Reddick, dude, just wreaks havoc on 
everybody anymore. I cannot wait to see his attitude in the Super Bowl, dude. Like he he should have been defensive player of the year. Dylan, I know you don't want to hear that, but it it's true. He he should have definitely been an all pro for sure. I think he's he's definitely he's definitely got to show out in the Super Bowl. The whole the whole Eagles defensive line they they have to show out. They have to get pressure on Mahomes. That's that's like that's how that's how they win on defense. They get pressure on the QB. They let they let their cornerbacks sit there covered for a couple seconds and either force a bad throw, get a sack, or you know stop the run. I mean, this game was just boring. I mean, I know you guys are Eagles fans, and like, obviously, you're going to the Super Bowl, like you're gonna be excited. But as like just an NFL fan, that was just boring. Like ever since he, as soon as he went out, it was just like. And like the thing I don't like to hear is, and I just want to like, I know you are all gonna laugh at me and take this like in a weird way, but I hear all oh, 49ers defense. Who like they're the best defense in the league? Blah blah blah. I still stand by that. You wanna know why? When the offense is going three and out all game long, that defense has been on the field all day long. In the first half, I know like the the Eagles uh, scored on that first drive with the Devonte catch or whatever. Still a great catch. I know he didn't actually catch it, but it was still phenomenal. Like to even make it seem like really good. Well, but like, I mean, I was watching. It seemed like the Eagles offense was like having a little bit of difficulties. It seemed like uh, they're getting a little bit of pressure on Jalen Hurts and stuff. But I think it's just like when you're on the field at that point, like once the second half comes, you, you can't just have your defense on the field the whole game. They're going to get tired out. Don't get me wrong. Eagles still have a great offense, great offensive line, which obviously helps the, their case too. But you're going to get tired out. And I think that that really played a factor in the game. I think, dude, that the Eagles offense might be too much for the Chiefs defense in the Super Bowl, man. Because the Chiefs, de- Chiefs have never really had like, a solid defense all around. You know what I mean? Like they're a good team, but it's because of, it's always been because of the offense. It's never been because all oh, the chiefs defense is carrying. It's always been the offense. Did you know what I mean? And I think that the Eagles defense is going to be way too much for them in the Super Bowl, for sure. I mean, the past two weeks, the chiefs defense has been playing pretty good. They had, they have been, yeah, but it's been certain people that have been playing good. They, 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 held, they held the Bengals to 20. They held the Jags to 20 as well. Those are two pretty good offenses. Uh, they've been quarterbacks. I mean, Holden Burrow is – Yeah. They, they've been getting pressure. Like, Chris Jones, he just got – which is crazy to think about. In his 14 NFL uh, playoff games, Chris Jones just got his first sack last week. In the that playoffs. is crazy. But he, yeah. he's, he, he's a beast. He's all pro. Uh, oh, yeah, with, he had he had what he had over. I think he had like fifteen and a half sacks this year too. Yeah, this year, and it, this yeah, always been good. His last game against the Bengals, it was his fourteenth playoff game, and he got his first sack in it. Wow. Yeah, that was surprising. But, uh, yeah. Wow. Also, uh, I don't know what his status is, but I know McDuffie got hurt in that game. By the Chiefs cornerback, the rookie. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I mean, the, the Chiefs are hurting right now, injury-wise, like pretty bad. And, I mean, it is it is the game of football. You know, a lot of the times the more healthy team wins. But, yeah, uh, but you can't ever count out. You can't ever count I mean, out. 
Never. Well, yeah, but the, the, the two weeks really helps them. Like the Pro Bowl week, like mm. if the Super Bowl was this weekend, I think they struggle a lot more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But like, like I said, well, Mahomes, you you never know, dude. This guy could carry a whole the whole fifty other fifty two guys on his back. What he's dude. been doing for five years, dude. Honestly, there's a reason that he's mm-hmm. he is who he is. Mahomes, dude. That team completely I, I changed. No, I, I'm not saying he can't. I'm, I'm not saying he can't. I'm saying, has he been doing it for the past five years? And no, he's he has had help. Like we're not. Gonna he has that. had he help. Has had People help. were saying that he couldn't do it without Tyreek, and he's done even better without Tyreek. No, I absolutely agree. But I was just disagree. I wasn't disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm just disagreeing with the, that he has been for five years. That's all I was disagreeing with. Well, Dylan, I don't, I don't take no offense. <laughs> well, uh, going, on, going off of that, we know that now Brock Purdy, he needs surgeries out for six to eight weeks or six to eight months. I mean, if you would have told me that he was healthy going into this, he would. I, the for, San Fran front office said he's the guy who's winning this job. Now it's up in the air. Do we keep Trey Lance? Do we, you know, Jimmy G, he's long gone. Kyle Shanahan already said there's no chance. He's coming back. I guess there's like smug remarks were made by Jimmy Garoppolo because he wasn't even suited up for the game and he was healthy. So there was a lot of remarks, I guess, on Jimmy G's camp and him as a person. So he's gone. Trey Lance is coming back. Brock Purdy's not probably not going to be ready for week one of the regular season, I'd say. But what's your guys' take? Do they? What do they do there? I think they need a quarterback competition over in San Fran after he's healthy with uh, Trey Lance because he still don't know exactly what he's capable of. I mean, played what four games total? I mean, I don't, I don't really even know. But that's some good competition that you got with Brock Purdy. So I think it's up in the air for them. But I don't think they take anybody. I don't think they draft anybody at quarterback. It would make no sense for them. So I think that's what it's going to come down to. They keep the two young guys. Do you think? Do you think that they'd be open for, like, trade? Like, the trade for a quarterback, like Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr? It would be interesting to see, that's for sure. I yeah, don't know. I, have, I have no idea because what, what would you think, like, John Lynch, what, what he thinks right now? You know what I mean? Like, if I had Purdy healthy, I think I'm sticking with Purdy, right? And I'm not going to make a trade now that Brady's retired – you know, um, and that was what everything was linked to, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. If I know I have Brock pretty healthy, I think Brock Purdy's my starter, and Trey Lance can go and ride the coattails or we go and trade Trey Lance to someone. But I can see, like, what happens until Purdy's healthy is they go and bring in, sign a veteran quarterback for, like, a cheap maybe $2, 3000000 million deal at Tops and have a little bit of QB competition before Trey or before Purdy comes back. See, the way I think of it, I think of this Niners team kind of like like the 2010 Broncos or 2011 Broncos how they had Tebow and like they had a, they had probably the best defense in the NFL. They had a good offense too and they had Tebow and he he just couldn't get it done. They brought in Peyton Manning and they went and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I can see them going, try to trade for Aaron Rodgers, bringing him in, 
And who knows at that point if they got AR-12. I mean, I think Purdy's career might be over before he started. This is a big injury. And to his throwing arm, like, I mean, I hope he comes back. I hope he does well. But, like, you know, he's not going to be back for weeks into the season next year. And who knows if Trey Lance or something comes out and is, like, playing well to start the season, we might not see him play next year because he might just be a backup. And then, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he'll come back and he'll be the same guy. But he might come back and just the confidence might be gone. He might not be able to throw the same way he did. So I could see it. I could see both scenarios. I think he can come back and play well. I think it also be done. That's a good point, Dylan. I like that because that, that is a pretty serious injury. I didn't even like really think about that because it's it kind of like a pitcher. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's Tom. Isn't it Tommy John surgery? I think that's what I it's heard. It's a torn yeah. UCL. I don't know if that's actually Tommy John. No, they're saying he needs not. Tommy John surgery for it. That's gonna be tough as hell to come yeah. back from, especially wow. in football, dude. Yeah. I agree with Dylan 100%. And um, say, like, for the 49ers, dude, if you either trade Trey Lance or say that Brock Purdy isn't the same like Dylan said, I think this is where you bring in somebody like Jordan Love, who isn't happy in Green Bay, that's who's saying, start me or trade me. He, You can pick up the rest of his contract. You can trade from for not too, too much. You can bring him in to compete, see what happens there. And I think Jordan Love is pretty good, dude, honestly. I liked him in college, and I don't think that they're going to use him right in Green Bay because I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to end up retiring there. So why not trade Jordan Love to try to get weapons for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? And then over there for the 49ers, it would work out for them too, dude, because what if – because Tommy John surgery is big, dude. Like, people aren't the same after they get that. And it's to his throwing arm, and it's a football. Like, baseball players get it, but the football's a contact sport, so – yeah, it's going to be tough, dude, but they should bring somebody in to, to try to compete for the job because I don't think Trey Lance is the answer. Yeah, because you got to think, too, like how he did get hurt, how uh, Hassan Reddick strips act him. You got to be thinking, dude, he might be having, like, PTSD, bro, overthinking so much of, like, man, am I going to get hit that same way again? You know, like, it is, yeah, I, I didn't really think of it because I'm not really a baseball guy like cam and stuff so like i didn't know how big of tom like tommy john is but i had a few friends who got it and yeah like it's a it's a struggle to rehab then back from it that's why it's saying it's saying six to eight months harper got tommy john surgery for the phillies Mm. he ain't expected back to the all-star break yeah yeah so I, i i don't know where they go with brock purdy then from here yeah maybe a big trade happens I don't. I just don't know what the Niners could even do. Like, how they they got to be running out of money. That, yeah, that's what I was I mean, thinking. I mean, you, like trading with Carr. I don't think that works because Carr just got paid, right? Same with Rodgers. But so like, I don't think they could. Love's really at the end of his rookie contract. That's probably super cheap. It's probably just a couple million a year. Yeah, but I think I think like Green Bay's just moving on from Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love's getting the start. Like that. I think that's basically Dang. our. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Because, like, I mean, Rodgers is already talking about going I think Zach Wilson's done. I I forgot that guy, but still. I think think they're going to keep him as a Jet. Robert Sala said that that they're definitely going to work to get a veteran in there this year, which possibly you can see any one of these guys that are rumored around. But they want to get a veteran in there and then have the veteran work with Zach Wilson for a year. 
they said we threw Zach Wilson under the bus, and if they would have started him or had him benched him his first year and let him learn a little bit that he'd be a totally different player. But, like, I'm looking at, like, Zach Wilson, like this Will Le- Levy's guy or Levi's, is, dude, he's going to have one great play in his pro day or co- the combine, and everyone's going to be so hyped about him, and then he's going to be a bust. Will Levis is good, I think, dude. We'll see. He, I guess we'll see when, when he's on the NFL team. I think he's, he's going to be better than Jay Stroud's going to be in the NFL. I think, I think Stroud's going to be ready, dude. And I'm, I hoping, think, I'm, I'm hoping he goes to Indy, Indy or, or Vegas. Yeah. Whoever, whatever team, whatever QB lands in Houston, good luck for your career for the next five years. It's going to end up being Bryce Young, dude, probably. Which sucks because I really like Bryce Young. I'm telling you, Rodgers is going to L.A. and he's going back with Devontae. It's just going to happen. Did you see what Devontae was saying? I don't know if it's like just he's trolling or what, but he was saying that Aaron Rodgers was moving to his neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. A guy was – Rogers was golfing, and a guy like was like, "Yo, Rogers, Rogers," and he's like, he looked back and he's like, "I heard Devontae's looking for a neighbor," and Rogers turned around and he goes, "Yeah, tell him to buy me a house with all that money, with all that money he just got." <laughs> so I, I could see that happening, dude. Big things are gonna happen and circulate around the NFL. Yeah, Devontae Adams. He posted something on Twitter. It was like, "Ask me any question, I'll respond to ten of them." And someone asked him, uh, "What what neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers moving to?" And Devonte chose to answer that one and retweeted it with mine. He said, "Mine." Mm. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah. He he he's definitely trying to trying to recruit Aaron. And I mean, if you're if you're a Green Bay, you know, if you're uh, does that make you happy, Luke? Yeah, yeah, Steve. Seeing you mark <laughs> down a couple cashews, a couple peanuts. If you're gonna send him to the AFC as well, like. I mean the Raiders. The Raiders are a good team because you're not gonna. You're probably not gonna see them because, yeah. like, I mean, plus the AFC is loaded to begin with, but that division to begin yeah, with. Yeah, that division in general is a huge division. So basically, Green Bay is saying. I mean, I'm not saying Rodgers ain't gonna be relevant, but they're basically saying like we're just gonna give you the toughest road you have since you want to leave us. Yeah, yeah. And I like, and I don't think it would necessarily be doing him wrong to send him to Vegas. You're sending him back with Devontae. Vegas isn't really necessarily even in a rebuild mode anyways yet. You know, they have the weapons and stuff. But then you got to think too, dude, like how much like Vegas they're paying. Like, do they have the money to even pay Aaron Rodgers 50 million a year, dude? Well, they're paying, (laughs) they're paying, uh, let's get rid of car. car. Yeah. If they get rid of their car, car 40, I think. Yeah, but most of it, dude, would be Roger. Most of this hit would be would be Green Bay taking this hit because yeah, of the yeah. guaranteed money, and now they can make a little agreement and be like, "Hey, you take like thirty percent of the guaranteed money off of our hands, whatever. Just give us like a first or for them." You know what I mean? It all depends, but see, I, I think see- do that maybe with somebody he'd win a Super Bowl with, not to just go play with somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. really think that Las Vegas is a contender. Even if they had Aaron Rodgers, they would. I don't think that they would be. Yeah, it all but depends. Taking a thirty percent pay cut would be just a little extreme. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, not a thirty percent pay cut, dude. I'm saying the guaranteed money. Thirty percent of that guaranteed money wouldn't land on 
Green Bay. Green Bay's the one who owes him this money. Yeah, yeah. It's not Rogers taking it. Like Rogers did say though, flat out, he's like, I will restructure my contract. So I mean that that's all up in there. I mean, I hope he wins another ring, dude. I like Aaron Rodgers. I he's one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. I think his arm talent are, is arguably the best I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Going like going off of that, going off of Rogers though. Now that Brady's retirement is official, what happens then? Where does that leave Tampa Bay, Vegas now? Because Vegas was more linked to Brady. But where does that lead Tampa Bay? Is it is it, me and Cam were talking about it. I'm thinking, do we see maybe a Jimmy G head over to Tampa? Because they're a quarterback away of being contenders as well. Like, they're still in, in it. Yeah, we were saying Jimmy G or Derek Carr, right? So I Yeah. Mean, I think it'll be Carr, dude. Or what about Lamar? Lamar is a pretty good option. Well, Lamar would be dangerous, man. Imagine that, that, dude. That's what I was thinking at first when I first saw that. It really depends on how much money they're willing to spend on a quarterback. Yeah. Brady wasn't paid that much. I mean, it wasn't like yeah. an Aaron Rodgers contract. So I, mean, I don't know how much they're paying all these guys. What was Brady making? Twenty-five million a year? Making like last, like nineteen. Was he? Nineteen. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, he was. He, was, he took a, a big leap, bro, to stay. And then that, it, that's wow. just the reason he's winning, dude, is because. You're paying other guys and then focus on whatever. You know, like he he could have won MVP, what, was it a year ago or two years ago that it was like neck and neck with last season? Last year was there. Yeah, yeah, which he arguably could have won that, you know, but I don't know. That's a, that's a big thing. So what, what do you guys, what do you always think about Tampa? What's their QB room going to be looking like? So they got – they got uh, – wow. They got Kyle Trask, who hasn't looked good at all. Gabbert's gone in free agency. Blaine Gabbert, he's probably – they might sign him to a one-year just to have a veteran on the roster who knows the system. Yeah. He's obviously not going to lead them to anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I mean, they're they're honestly in a tough spot. The Bucs, they have – I'm pretty sure they have the oldest roster in the NFL. They have the oldest offense in, like, the eighth-oldest season like that so they're not really like in a spot to rebuild like they're in they're in a spot to compete but they they definitely need a quarterback that isn't on their roster right now so that division is so weak dude that division's weak i mean the saint the saints will be better next year i think the the panthers have a chance at competing but uh that division is definitely winnable for them uh they have the 19th pick which they they could move up from there if they want to draft a quarterback, and that's, you know, that's something they could do. Be tough though. I think I think it's gonna depend too, man. How long a lot of these QBs stay, but I think, dude, like I just think Tampa is, Tampa is like an ideal place to play for a lot of these guys. Like they're like you said, Ethan, they're not necessarily in rebuild mode. They have a pretty good line with Ryan Jensen, Wharfs. Besides Donovan Smith, who sucks, but like they have these guys dude, who are pretty good. Fournette, I think, is still under contract with them as well. You have Evans, good dude, too. Yeah, you have Evans, Godwin, dude. You know Russell Gage, a, a pretty good defense. I know. I think it's Devin White or maybe Levante, or both free agents. I'm pretty sure, and and uh, Jamal Dean. 
But I would just say, dude, warm weather. You have really good, really good receivers around you. That that's my ideal spot, man. Like for some weird reason, dude, I can kind of see maybe like like Baker Mayfield, dude. Like I don't know. It's it's a weird situation. I can see maybe Baker Mayfield maybe not resigning with L.A. because he sees that there's options out there where Stafford's going to get the start. I don't know. It's going to be a weird a weird QB carousel. I know Geno Smith, his contract's looking good with with uh, negotiations with Seattle, so I don't think he's going to be leaving Seattle. There's not really many star quarterbacks. I mean, I have one for Tampa. I mean, it's not a star. If I'm Tampa shouldn't – I don't think they should even try to go get a star right now. I mean – they can't run the ball, so like I'm just trying to go get pay some ran, some star, even if it's like you know Derek Carr or something, to come mm-hmm. in there, and they can't run the ball, so they're just not going to succeed, kind of like this year with Brady, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, they're wasting money, blah blah blah, and they're just like, I honestly would rather like get somebody that's, you know, good but not great right now and not worth too much money, you know, wait to build the offensive line up a little bit better so you could run the ball. You have Rashad White. I don't Fournette. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Fournette. I think he's on the downhill just like Zeke. Uh, but you got Rashad. That's pretty good. But the guy I'm talking about is I think he could come back into town. Jameis Winston. Oh. I was just, I was, I was just gonna say I would love he's, to see Jameis Winston. He's, he's, he's a backup this year for the Saints because they wanted to roll with Andy Dalton for some reason after Week Three. I just I don't know. I think Jameis could come back and start for them and do an okay enough job, and they could start. And they don't. They're not gonna have to pay him a lot, and then just you know work on building the team a little bit better, and then then maybe dive into a quarterback. Dylan, that is a really actually a really good take, man. That actually and is. Said, and you said he, and you were even saying, I think it was you that was just saying, uh, he knows the system. You were saying bring someone in that knows the system. I mean, Ethan he, was, yeah. He, he has been here. <laughs> Yeah, that's honestly, I was I was just gonna bring up. I'd love to see Jameis Winston come back. Because I was I was reading about that that um the Saints might be looking to make some trades at quarterback too. Well, yeah, I, I mean, mean they're they're draft, yeah. I think they're gonna draft for sure. Yeah, yeah. Take someone. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they leave Dalton start another season. But yeah, Jameis Winston, dude, that's that's up there. That's up there. That's a good take. I like that one. Or I like, you I, could trade somebody too. It's like average. That is a good take, man. Or like even somebody like Tannehill or something because he's not doing the job in in Tennessee. Like they should, they might as well move on from him because they can be contenders too. That's another one. I mean, nobody's talking about any QBs going to Tennessee. Yeah. What if they shoot some shots and try yeah, to get like see Tannehill leaving, dude, and going somewhere like Tampa Bay or something like that? That's that's one I never even I didn't even think about yet. That dude, there could be a very well QB. They're major contenders, dude. They were for the past couple of years when they had AJ and stuff like that. Like Tannehill was doing all right, but even this year they were good until they had that break. Yeah, this year they, they were, were all right. Yeah, at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started off the season hot. I mm-hmm. thought they were for sure in the playoffs. All they had to do is win three more games. Even last oh. year, dude, if Derrick Henry didn't get hurt early on, they were. They were going deep they, in the trail. They can't rely on Derrick Henry, dude, to have these 2,000-yard seasons every year. You know what I mean? Like, you have to get a quarterback in there. Like, obviously, we know Malik Willis is not the answer. No, he is yeah. he is flat-out bad. Horrible. Bad. And, like, a lot of these guys, before this draft happened, they said they were like, 
I don't see one quarterback in this draft class in this past season, the Pickett and Willis, that are starter ready. Pickett mm-hmm. kind of showed that he is, but Malik Willis, dude, I don't even think he threw for over 100 yards in one game, did he? And it's funny because they were all saying at first, dude, when the combine first started that they thought Malik Willis was the best quarterback in that draft. And yeah, he stinks, dude. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. Up to the fourth round, definitely. I mean, you I don't know what? all the blame on Tannehill, though, because obviously Tannehill isn't like he's not a top 15 QB, like he's average. But they're in fever, yeah, he's so. average. But like their their system is just meant for Derrick Henry. The yeah. run on first and second down, whatever you don't get, Tannehill here, you have to get this on third down with, <laughs> yeah. with uh, uh, two rookie receivers and Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's awesome. coming off of an ACL? When Derrick Henry's getting 31 carries a game, yeah. like if, he, if he had if he had AJ Brown there still, they would have made the playoffs for sure. You know who I can see the going to Tampa Bay? Gardner Minshew. I was gonna say that a little bit ago. I'm I'm thinking, dude. I'm thinking of all these possibilities, man. Maybe Minshew. That's a lot right? of them. He played in Florida already with Jacksonville. So, you know what I mean? He has connections down in, in the Florida area. I can see Gardner Minshew, dude, getting a little – getting his uh, hands a little dirty down in uh, my or in uh, Tampa. What, what kind of connections are you talking about here? Oh, man. The gym connections, man. You know him. Um, all right, going off of that, though, how, Stephen, you said, Jordan Love, start me or trade me, he said, right? What do they do? Do they start him or do they trade him? I mean, it depends what they're going to do with, with Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? It all comes down to that. But if Aaron Rodgers goes somewhere else, you obviously are going to take a chance with Jordan Love. Yeah. But there's no reason to keep him around if you're going to pay Aaron Rodgers $50 million. So, um, like I said earlier, dude, I, I think um, like it would be pretty ideal for him to maybe go to San Fran and compete for the job since Purdy's getting the Tommy John surgery. Um, because I don't think Trey Lance is gonna do so hot over there, and I definitely think that Trey Lance would would be the starter over there. And they have a good offense, so I think he would do pretty good. You know what I mean? He wouldn't be like this irrelevant quarterback. He would be a decent starter in the league with all these weapons around them. And I know that he, him, and McCaffrey talk a little bit. They're kind of friends, so that would be pretty cool with to play with like one of your boys. But yeah, I could see him. I could see them probably trading him because I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna re- end up retiring in Green Bay. Anyone else on that? See, I feel like Green Bay is looking at this like they're they're ready to move on. I th- I think they're ready to trade Aaron Rodgers and keep Jordan Love, and maybe trade for some weapons for Jordan Love, and you know see what he can do in his first year and evaluate after that. But if they if they decide to keep Aaron, which I doubt, then they'll they'll definitely have to trade Jordan Love, and they might trade him for some draft draft equity, you know, once Aaron retires or for next year, who knows? I think I think they're they're gonna keep Jordan Love. Yeah, I can see I can see Jordan Love being the guy there. Going off of that, what what's up with Tyler Huntley in the Pro Bowl? What what is this? What is this garbage? It's, I think I guess it's they just pick anybody anymore. It's a big Honestly. joke at this point. Might as well put Zach Wilson in. 
<laughs> if you're gonna put Huntley in, like that's crazy. I was thinking guy like literally players they don't even want to play in this game. Like Josh Allen, he he got ruled out for injury, and he this weekend he's competing in in uh, Pebble Beach. Oh, yeah, like a golf tournament. Like guys, they just don't want to play in this game. It's it just turned into a big joke. Yeah, I, I would honestly, man. I mean, people wanted to play in it when it was up in Hawaii. You know what I mean? Like they didn't want to back out of it because they're like, oh, you know, a nice all-exclusive Hawaii. Huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? They're having a good time up in Hawaii. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're having a good time, dude, up in Hawaii. I was saying, you know, Peyton Manning would go in there, dude, just dotting it up because he knows. He's like, hey, you know, the MVP of this game comes out with a Hyundai. A nice, a nice brand new 07 Hyundai Subi. And, you know, you had something to play for, a free car. Like, I remember, dude, I was watching this one thing, dude. He told Brandon Marshall, he, he hit him on a nice little, like, dart route, but it's like a slant. And he just nails him, dude. And Marshall drops it. And uh, Peyton, dude, was just so, like, fed up with it. He's like, dude, he just cost me the MVP of this game. Like, Brandon, be Marshall, you rookie, you just cost me a car. I like, like Marshall a lot, dude. Yeah, that's your boy. No, he was a beast, bro. He was a beast, Marshall. Marshall. But, like, I just think it's a it's a joke, bro. Like, no offense. I like Tyler Huntley because, like, he's a cool guy. He has that swagger to him. He's but, at same, but at the same time, dude, you're not even the best quarterback on your team. You know, you're telling me he was the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, maybe even ninth or tenth best quarterback in the AFC side you know like it's it's uh it, things have to be done with with the Pro Bowl I think yeah they're trying to make it a lot better for the fans to watch and like more safer for the players but I just think it's a joke yeah everything everything's about safety for the players nowadays like yeah. I I read some that the like the officiating association association or whatever they're like the committee they're going in and they're determining like they're ruling on whether if like uh like hip tackling like when you're going from behind someone and like you fall on your head in a way yeah how Tony Pollard got hurt like that from behind they're they're going in to see if that should be like like ruled like a personal foul. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I did see that. They just yeah, they just, like so, soon it's gonna just be like two hand touch. Like, <laughs> well, dude, how else are you supposed to bring down someone running at full speed? Like, you're gonna you're paid to do that, man. Like, if like, you obviously, obviously you don't want to see people get hurt, but like but you're gonna you're gonna have these defensive guys thinking exactly how should I hit this guy every time? Yeah, and, you know, it's just gonna lead to worse. Yeah. Because we've seen we've seen so many plays this year, dude, where a quarterback's dropping back, and a, a D lineman has just a full head of steam that can go and lay him out, and the quarterback's going and throwing it like this, you know what I mean? And the guy lays off, and then he just gets then a free throw out of it. Then, like the yeah. guy will stop hitting him. I I think yeah, but you're also paid. I I hate to say it, you're paid forty. You're paid millions of dollars, dude, to go and do this. 
You know, like there's guys willing, bro, to get paid 20 bucks to be in their shoes, man, and get their head, their bells rung. You know, like you paid me, dude, a thousand dollars a year. I'll go play in the NFL. I'll do it for free. You know, I don't really give a crap about my health, dude. If I'm playing a game I love, but I mean, these guys got families and kids, you know, but work their butts off to get there. But still, like, dude, you're getting paid so much money. Like, understand what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, the defense nowadays is just, it's so hard to play. So much harder than it was 20 20 years ago. When guys like, just hit each other, as long as they don't literally knock knock people unconscious, like you're fine. Well, I guess they're going to be saying a little more now too about CTE looking into it because now I, did you see Antonio Brown went live yesterday, and he goes blame James Harrison for my CTE. He was using an illegal helmet his whole career, and he hit me once, and he's like, I've been aggressive ever since. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't find. Are you really gonna believe Antonio Brown? Though? I don't believe That's Antonio. I, mean. I, don't I think he's just trolling. I think yeah. he's really. Yeah. You don't give. You don't care about nothing. I can't stand him anymore, dude. He's AJ Brown's cousin, and I hate that. <laughs> like seriously, dude, I can't stand Antonio Brown. Just and what you want to be his bo- his boy because he's AJ's cousin. Well, I wish I was his cousin. I hate yeah. that. He's <laughs> his cousin. But go, going off of that, well, do we think now that Denver, that's another stacked division, do we think Sean Payton could turn the tide to flip the tide up in Denver and, and lead them? They gave up a good bit to get him, right? Yeah. Well, they gave up first round pick and second round Denver, they're in the same position they were last year even more. Like, they, they threw – all their cards on the table to get Russ traded three promising young players, three picks to get Russ. Obviously that sucked for them because they were awful this year with Russ. He was awful. And now they just pull more cards out of their pocket and put them back on the table. Like they're pretty much out of draft picks, like early round. Which is horrible. Yeah, it's it's now or never for them. Yeah, and I think they're paying, dude. They're probably I think they're paying Sean Payton like fifteen to twenty mil a year too. I'm not joking. And I, I've never I've never seen a head coach get that kind of attention. Me neither, dude. Get that. Yeah. Kind of- and honestly, like I don't think a coach could bring a, the talent back to a washed up player that's going towards the end of his career you know what i mean like you can't really bring the talent back into him i mean yeah you can design a nice playbook for him and like maybe he'll fit in that system but if his career is just going downhill dude it's not like you're gonna bring the talent back into him he ain't magic so why well, waste all that, that was it really time? was it really sean Payton or was it drew breeze breeze dude i think a mix of both I mean, you think this? I'd have to agree with Dylan there. It's kind of like Brady Belichick. I mean, like, dude, come on. I mean, he made Jameis Winston look fucking, or my bad, but great. That's <laughs> all made, good. Uh, he made a. Uh, who, who was the other one? There was another quarterback he just had the last few years that he made him look oh, real good. Taysom Hill. 
Taysom. Well, yeah, he went. Yeah, when he had to use Taysom. Those are young quarterbacks, though. I'm not bashing Sean Payton at all. I like. I think he's one of the best in the league. Backing up my the argument of like who was it, Breeze or him? I think I think it it was definitely both. Both, yeah. It was a combo, a combination. It's the same thing like with Belichick and Brady. Like people try to give Brady the credit, people you know, or people try doing. You know what I mean? Both. It, It really is both. They're both great. Yeah. You know what I find funny? So the people that own the Denver Broncos own Walmart, the whole corporation shit. So the way I look at it is that they're trying to make Walmart like Target, but they're trying to make the Broncos like a better team, insert here. You know what I mean? Like they'll spend X amount of dollars to try to make them look like a really good team. But the players that Russell Wilson has around him are like the people in pajamas walking around Walmart, bro. They're not relevant people, you know? Judy. Jerry Judy is one person. Cortland Sutton is one person. They're just not as good. They're not elite-level players that he needs around them is what I'm trying to say. See, I'm I'm agreeing a little bit with you, Ken, because people have been, like, now putting Jerry Judy down, dude, and saying he's not that guy. I like Jerry Judy. I think Judy's going to be all right. I don't think Russ is washed, man. I think he just had a season that wasn't necessarily up to his standard. I'm not a fan of Russell Wilson. I think he's cringe. But I just think, dude, that with Nathaniel Nathaniel Hackett, dude, wasn't necessarily the best thing that Russ could have gotten. You know, like I think he has all the pieces around him. I'm excited. I'm excited for this this new thing in Denver. I think. (laughs) I think that I think Russ is going to end up being not great, but I think he's going to be good next year. I think he's going to have a decent year, and I think they're going to win nine games. I think it's a very competitive division with the Chargers, Chiefs, and Raiders. You know, yeah, especially so, no. if Rodgers goes there, you know, that's that's what's going to make it really hard is the fact of like if Rodgers is there, you're you're lucky to win half of your division games. Yeah. So instead of six wins, you're gonna you might win three, maybe. Mm. That would be easily the best division in football if Rodgers goes to I, yeah, close easily. And the the NFC East too, dude, because the Commanders are gonna end up getting a good quarterback coming in. I feel like too. Mm, I don't know. I think, they got to get think, a, new, a new owner first. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think the NFC East is gonna go downhill. I think this is a fluke year. I saw something, dude. That the guy that owns Amazon might. No, no, no! I'm not bashing the Eagles. I'm saying like the whole, the whole like the NFC East, the NFC beast, like the like, Giants, all, the Giants, yeah, like and the Cowboys, and you know, it's just like in the divisional round, like all three of us, like that's not gonna, like all of us aren't gonna be that like good every year. It's just not. No, gonna but I mean, if they get a good owner, the Commanders, like Jeff Bezos, to do that on Amazon, um, they can, they'll have enough money to pay somebody. You know what I mean? So. I mean, I think the only – one of the main reasons that the NFC East was, like, so much better than the rest of the NFC this year, the NFC South, all of those teams sucked. The Bucks, they were they were a fluke. And with the NFC West, you only had one team in because the Cardinals, they were banged up all year. The Rams, they were banged up all year. And the, Se- the Seahawks, they got lucky to get in. So, like, yeah, I, 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 I don't think the East good this they wanted smith to look good dude and they needed that you know why they needed them in is because dude the lions probably deserved it a little more 
But they know they probably told the Lions, you know, next year will be your year. Rodgers is leaving that division. The Vikings are going to finish last. You and the Bears will have a coin flip to who wins. You know, I I I would say, dude, I would say the Lions just keep taking shots. You know, they're gonna they're the guys who have to go and jump in front of the bullet to not make the playoffs. Dan Campbell deserves a playoff run. Jared Goff deserves a contract extension. I think he's still there for another year or two. But he's Goff is there. Yeah, he's there for like two more. Two more years, I think. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think he deserves to like have it, have it to where he's not in the mix of, all right, is, uh, is a QB controversy. I think he had a very good season. Well, I mean, I, I actually just uh, seen something on this today, and I kind of like to talk about it for a second. Uh, if Rodgers goes to the AFC, who are the quarterbacks left in the NFC? You got Jalen, you got Dak, Kirk Cousins, and you got if Stafford's healthy. Who, who else? Who, name another one that's anything like decent. I mean, if you want to count Daniel Jones and stuff, but I mean, like, seriously, like, and, and the NFC, seen, like, people we have seen, no, just like, yeah, the whole NFC, like, who, another quarterback that has at least shown like signs of like, life, like, like, yeah, like, not just a game or two, like, had like Kirk. a good season. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, I feel like, I is a hit or miss, man. Like, yeah, yeah, I, said, I said, I said, Kirk, you know, Jalen, Dad, yeah, well, uh, maybe Stafford. Hmm. Man, that's the that's hey, you got a point there. You got a point there. What well, uh, what's his name? Uh, from the Panthers, Donald. Don, Don, I was thinking of that in my head, dude. So I was thinking I was gonna say, do you give Sam Donald a chance or no? Nah? Donald, that's what it was. I think they move on from Sam yeah. Donald. Oh man, that is a good. Yeah, that's actually a good one, there, Dylan. Gino, Gino Smith. Hmm. Ooh. What's up? Uh, Gino, uh, I'd say he had he would probably this is one good season of his career, but like now he's gonna get like his Gino, I do like Gino, but so do I. But I'm just saying, like, it was a good like topic to throw around. It was like, you know, the NFC's technically wide open. I don't I don't think you go and give Geno Smith a four years 152 150 mil at 32 years old after his first good season. Not that much, no. I would have, I would have franchise tagged him. I would have franchise tagged him, and just kept him around for another year and see what he got. That's what I would have done. But that is a good, that is a good actual debate, yeah. Because without Rodgers and Brady, who is really your guys that are necessarily in that in that conversation? And I couldn't really give you one besides maybe Jared Goff, but I mean Goff's like a hit or miss too. I mean, if you think about it too, like Dak's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFC, even. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Like people were saying, like, like you know, Dallas should, you know, after. I mean, Dak has had good years. This is statistically his worst. Year. He has, yeah, he has. People, had are, like, people are like, okay, like this year, like jumping the ba- jumping on it real quick, and they're like, get rid of him, right? And like, I was seeing like they were talking, like, yeah, if, if he was in the AFC then yeah, I'm probably like, all right, like we need to upgrade a quarterback. But in the NFC right now, you could build a, te- a good enough team around Dak to make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, you, I think you can because like it's not that strong. Like say, just say, for instance, the Eagles in two or three years from now, you know, are like 
obviously not as good as they are now. So say they're like, they have like a bad year or something, right? Mm. What, like, you know, I mean, if Dallas builds a good enough team, I think they could shoot for it. Shoot for what? Like the uh, Super Bowl? Just making one. Like not, I I would have said, I would have said this year, dude, that they were contenders. I would have said that, you know, that they, that they had, they had their, like their chance. Like I thought this was a year for them to go and say, you know what, we have the pieces. Like I said, dude, Tony Pollard played phenomenal this season. Well, I think they're, again, just like, dude, a, a help receiver away from a really good playoff run. Like Michael Gallup, I don't think should have ever gotten that contract, which is horrible to give him it. Don't get me wrong, he'll have his plays here and there, but, dude, he is not like your real good, consistent number two. I would go and plug Brandon, Brandon Cooks in over Michael Gallup. Yeah. And that's not, that's not discrediting Brandon Cooks, but a lot of people are saying anymore, who is Brandon Cooks? Four or five years ago, Brandon Cooks was the guy you wanted on your team. He was incredible with the Saints, with the Rats, with the Rams. You know, oh, yeah. like and Brandon Cooks is getting missed, bro. They didn't give uh, Michael Gallup that. Like, I mean, they gave him some money, but they didn't they give him five like five years, sixty some mil. Yeah, they didn't give him like I don't know the exact numbers of it, but I know that they're not paying him like top like number one receiver money they signed michael gallup for five years something like that wow i mean i also like don't mind like i think like you should give him another year i mean he did come off into a torn acl as a receiver i think like most of the time you should give that guy like a year and then the following year then evaluate him so i think if he has like a rough year next year i think then it's like all right now we got to figure out what we're doing with this contract yeah he's why didn't you guys keep Amari cooper i I don't know i really don't know was it too much money or yeah, oh, he was man. getting – they signed him the year before, and he was making 20 mil a year. Uh, and they felt like CD could, you know, produce better even, and he did. And he produced yeah. better the year before. So they were like, mm-hmm. you know, we'd rather not have him and, like, fill some other needs, which I think I honestly agree with it. I do too. People are like, why did you give him away for a fifth rounder? But it's like it's a fifth rounder and his whole contract that they got rid of. Yeah. It's not like they're just like, oh, yeah, we're giving Amari away. We're going to eat the money, and we're just going to get a, a fifth rounder for him. Yeah, that's why they had to do it for cheap And because if they yeah. would have said, all right, give us like a second or a third, they would have been like, all right, well, then you eat, eat his guaranteed money then. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, going and getting a fifth for him, you know what I mean? All right, take the guaranteed money, but here, we'll get at least a fifth round. Who Maybe we can turn something into it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But Gallup, Gallup's making it was a five-year – 57 and a half mil, 10, 10 million signing bonus, and 27 mil guaranteed. So if they trade him, they'd only have to eat 27 mil. Well, there's only 27 of that guaranteed. Yeah, but that that's like incentives. Like if he hits incentives, which he yeah. probably didn't hit, and he, he, his, he's making an annual salary of 11 and a half mil. So, I mean, I, I don't know. All right, yeah, you can jump on going off of that, we'll wrap it up with um, Arian Foster hitting it with a script, saying that before every game he was or before every season he was given a script. What what's your guys' beliefs on this now? Relevancy is key to stay on the internet, basically. I mean, he's he's been retired for what? I don't even know how long. Like I think since like 15, 16. Like, why does he come out and say it now though? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, everything podcasts are very popular now. So 
obviously he's going to hop on a show. I'm surprised he even hop on part of my take or something like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I believe him. I think I think every everyone's handed a script when they walk in to the locker room. Yeah, no, I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. He was he was definitely joking, and he like came back and said later that like he he didn't want to be put in the spotlight like this. Like he was just he was just kidding, and like but but why go and say something like that if you don't want the because maybe then the Matrix was out to get him. But then it's annoying though too, dude, because now you got guys like Marlon Humphrey who just got torched by Jamar Chase is going on Twitter and saying, oh, um, I was handed the script that said to give 200 up to Chase. Like, what? No, he cooked you, dude. That's what happened. I think he was definitely joking with that, though. Yeah. yeah I think that, that it's was annoying the- to see that thing, just like a troll, though. That's just <laughs> annoying. Like you said. That was like the, be- the best part of this is just seeing like – all like the random NFL players coming and like retweeting and saying that, like oh uh like when uh like memes when Aaron Hernandez got the script. Yeah. 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 Meme, yeah that's funny. <laughs> no, I mean like, I yeah. think I think everybody's having fun with it. I think that I think that's like it's just like a joke overall. Uh yeah. and I see and I seen this and it's I believe it actually this is like true. I actually believe this hundred percent. If there was a script, Antonio Brown would have said something. Yeah. Yeah, no Brown would have came out and he would have said it. So I, yeah, it's just a joke. I mean, I yeah. think, I think the Vegas money when it's on a team, I think the refs might help that other team out or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. To make a couple bucks here and there, but the NFL players have no part in that. They they, they compete. They don't care about. Or they don't want to like do the whole WWE stuff. Yeah, yeah. there there would be there would be literally hundreds of thousands of people that you, that have to cover for the story. Like yeah. you don't think like any of the players would go and tell their wives or their family like no that that just wouldn't happen. Yeah, Brady wife would be telling the script. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap up with that. Thank yous for tuning in to episode eight of the pod. Stay tuned. It should be out in a day or so. Thank you. And uh, make sure you can jump on eBay and get uh, Tom Brady sand. Yeah, yeah, ninety grand. Yeah. Yeah.